0: where you come out, you pay your hard-earned money as a fan to actually watch a product. And you want to see it, whether you cheer, you boo, whatever you want to do, in the lines of respect, you want to see that product. That's why you spent your money. And
1: that's what LeBron said. I'm going to make the best of this hand. I'm not happy, but I can promise you one thing. Mm -hmm. It'll be last time I will be in the West Car playoffs.
2: If Ray Allen misses that shot, LeBron doesn't have a chance to go 37-12 and in Game 7, and the Heat blueprint is considered a failure.
3: Chris Broussard here, and welcome to the brand new Hoops on Fox podcast. This podcast will give you your daily dose of all things NBA from Fox Sports, including the best content from Skip and Shannon, Nick Wright, plus special guests, fresh NBA content from myself, post-game interviews from NBA stars around the league, and much, much more. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review.
4: Up first, Chris Broussard sits with Skip and Shannon to discuss what went wrong in L.A. for LeBron. Chris Broussard is back with us for this one, but Shannon, since Shannon, he's ready yes, here yes. to defend your guy... How do you interpret those comments from mm. LeBron?
1: I interpreted You heard what he said. No, the card that they dealt. Did. Yeah, yeah, we he all
5: said, heard it. The
1: card, one card that I was dealt is me missing 18 games. Hmm. And then another card that was dealt is Rondo being in and out of my oh, of missing games. Oh. And then Zoe being shut down, missing games, and then being shut down. You don't and like then, Zoe. Hold on, skip baby. All those. A <laughs> lot of
4: cards. And
1: then B.I. So we, until the dealer shuffles the cards and redeal, which mm-hmm. is next year, Hey, this is what we dealt. But you know what, Skip? Sometimes you mm-hmm. get a 10 deuce soft suit or 7 deuce soft mm-hmm. suit play mm-hmm. and you got you make the best of it. Oh, and see. that's what LeBron said. <laughs> I'm gonna make the best of this hand. I'm not happy, but I can promise you one thing. Mm. It'll be last time I won't be in the West Conference playoff. That's mm. for sure. Take that to the bank. Take that to your bank, Skip Bailey. Cause I know. <laughs> <laughs> Cause deep down inside you kinda <laughs> <laughs> this slams the door. You cannot <laughs> be the goat and miss the playoff. I know that what he, ooh, he loves it. That's, but that's okay. I don't need to say that. Everybody's saying <laughs> hey, that. Know, everybody, you, <laughs> you, you are the president of the LeBron hate club. No, but anyway, you know, know what? LeBron. I get it. Um, he's frustrated. Uh, the injuries took a toll on this uh, this basketball team. And everybody has injuries, but I don't know if they've had them this year to this extent, mm-hmm. especially to a, a, a guy that they could ill afford to miss really anytime. And uh, even when he's come back, they hadn't played uh, up to what we thought they would play once he got back. Mm. But here's the thing. LeBron, you did choose to play this hand. You went to this table. Now, LeBron did try to throw some of these cards back. He know he had a bad (laughs) hand, Chris. He tried to throw some of them back. Like, I don't want this hand. I ain't playing this one. It's like when you're playing spades and you don't get no spades. Yeah, I throw that hand in. (laughs) Hey, I got to have You gave me some face cards, but mm it ain't face cards. It's Mm spades. So he tried to throw some of them in. And what he said next year, we're going to reshuffle. Get us a new hand. Mm. And we're gonna be in the Western it seems Conference. So easy. Yeah. I don't know. We're gonna. At worst case scenario, I'm putting two cases of doing it right now. We're gonna be the second or the third seed in the Western Conference next year. Two cases to do right now, Skip Bayless. Well, I gotta see who they get. I, I don't know. care who they get. I love how
2: you talk. I don't care.
5: care. We don't get nobody. Oh, well, if you get nobody, I'm I'll bet twenty cases. <laughs> <to you.
2: laughs>
5: I gotta be honest. I'm agreeing with
3: Shannon. But, but I don't. What? I don't see. Look, I was critical of LeBron, what, two weeks ago yeah. when he had the me and them quote. Yeah. And I thought he was separating himself from the team, throwing guys under the bus, talking about, you know, when he wasn't playing defense. Right, right. But I, what I've heard the last week or so from yeah. LeBron, I don't think it's nearly as bad as what he was saying two, three, four weeks ago mm-hmm. when he was separating the team. He says, first of all, he doesn't throw in the towel on the playoffs. He says, if we're not there, he says, we don't have it in our quote, but he said... We're going to, for these young guys, and I know B.I. and Lonzo are out, but Kuzma, Reggie Bullock, Josh Hart, these are like playoff games. Mm -hmm. And it's the closest they're going to get. If they do make up in their mind, hey, let's at least keep going strong until we're mathematically eliminated, then for these young guys, these are the closest they can get to playoff games, and they do need this. Then when he says the hand I was dealt, it's, I mean, you mentioned all the injuries. That, this is where LeBron's been at fault this year. As you said, he picked this team, so that, that's yeah. true. But he never should have entertained the Anthony Davis trade talk. Right. Like, when David Miniman first asked him about it, that was the first we heard of it, and LeBron was like, of course I'd love to play with AD. Like, don't even answer it. No comment, you know, I can't right. talk about other players. Right. Don't joke about it on the All-Star Draft right. team. Like, just keep out of that. Secondly, his poor defense. And thirdly, like I said, some of the quotes where he separated himself from the players. But outside of that, and again, he's not blameless in the AD situation. There's two things that derailed their season: the injuries to him and others, and the AD trade saga. And here's the deal with the AD trade saga. There were people telling AD or wanting him to make that trade demand at the beginning of the season. Right. And he was like, nah, I want to wait and play it out. You know, and see, you know, we made the playoffs. We got to the second round they wanted last him year. Because he, he had
1: gone behind the scenes and made it, but they wanted him to be vocal
3: in the beginning of the year like he was in the middle like of the I'm year. Like I'm outright. Right. And he he waited right. until right before the deadline. That's not, look, I mean, as much as, obviously, LeBron and Rich Paul are best friends and that's his agent, but we got to give Rich Paul some credit as a professional. Right, He's got players on all team. He just signed Draymond Green. Draymond. Draymond ain't going to play with LeBron. I mean, it wouldn't even be a good fit. Ben Simmons, he signed. They, you know, LeBron didn't go to... We can't say every player with Rich Paul is going to end up playing with LeBron and LeBron is pulling all these strings. Right. That's just not how it works. There were other factors in that let the AD thing get way out of control that were beyond LeBron's Dale, control. Dale leaking info. Dale mm-hmm. Dims leaking info, but also, I've been told the Lakers were leaking info. I'm not saying it was Magic or Palinka necessarily, mm-hmm. but I've I've been told there were leaks coming out of the Lakers. Here's why. Because they caught flack for not the perception that they didn't go after Paul George as hard as mm-hmm. they should have, right? And there was, everybody's like, well, they're going to wait till they can get him as a free agent even though I'm told Magic was talking with Bird about it and all that. But the perception is that they didn't go after Paul George. Right. Mm. And then they didn't go after Kawhi Leonard, right? Mm. Wait for him in free agency. So the Lakers wanted it out there. We're all in on getting Anthony Davis. Don't We don't want our fan base telling us, oh, you didn't get aggressive again. Mm. So these are leaks that turn this thing completely upside down and those are things outside of LeBron's control mm. as much as he did, was blameless, mm-hmm. or was to blame for other things. I want to hear what
6: Skip thinks.
5: Jim so, is on Skip. once again, somebody <laughs> at this table is not going to be a LeBron apologist. Somebody is going to tell the truth. And it's going to be me. <laughs> the message, once again, sent by LeBron James to the billions of blind witnesses out there was, I just don't have enough help. I didn't have enough this year, and I can't do anything about it. Give me some help next year, and we'll be better. That was the message he just sent. Because you got to the point, and you finally got to the point of this, which is your last point, which is he dealt himself this hand from the start. He was the dealer, and then he was the player. Right. Because he could have chosen to join forces with those young stars in Philadelphia. He could have chosen to go to Houston and join forces. He could have. Mm. They wanted him. He could have. He could have stayed in Cleveland and stayed in the East. I know the East is much tougher than it seemed to be a year ago, but he could have stayed there, and he would have been a little better off, I think, in the standings with with what he had to work with in Houston. But he chose Hollywood. I'm going to say it one more time. He chose to chase Michael B. Jordan as well as continue (laughs) to chasing Michael Jordan. That's what happened. You know it and I know it. He chose to come here with no proven star. No co-star. No sidekick. There was nobody yet that we could say, aha, I was dumbfounded. I, I sat here in this chair saying, what are you doing? Really? You're going to do this this year? I kept waiting for the other sneaker to drop. Like, is there somebody? What, what, right. is, is it No, there's nobody. So he chose to go forward and, and he also chose to tell Magic from the start, I don't want three-point snipers. I want veteran playmakers. And Magic went out and got him a Rondo and a Michael Beasley and JaVale, and then they finally got Tyson Chandler and they had KCP. Who am I forgetting? Lance, Lance, Lance. okay? And and LeBron seemed before the year ecstatic to have that group around him. Was he not? That's what it came across to me. And then he chose, I'm sorry, he chose to want to trade all those potential young star kids for Anthony Davis. You, you can't tell me he wasn't behind that, that that wasn't his choice from the start. Was let's go Only get Only him? It. Well, again, he's the CEO of Clutch Sports. Well, he no, just Rich. is. That's Rich Paul. Okay, but out he of is. Here. Who's the brains behind the operation? Oh, Maverick's Rich. the brains, but. Rich! It, okay, Rich is the point Rich man. Has, Rich is the point man. No, Rich has but Clutch a- Sports. Maverick has his own deal. Well, I, I got Rich it. And AD, AD has okay, to. Look, together. AD is not a puppet, though. Okay, AD I, has I, I to say, I want out of there. Okay, I got it. But it backfired, and it backfired it did. It badly. Didn't do that. But yet, Kuzma and Brandon Ingram came out of that trade deadline on a tear. Both of them did. Seriously, on a tear. Mm-hmm. And LeBron was not able to capitalize on the tear of both of them before both of them got hurt. Right. But there was a period in there where it looked like they were poised for takeoff, because on trade deadline night, Rondo hit a miraculous walk-off shot at Boston. It was. Inc- we came in here the next day saying he just yeah. saved the season. Yeah. Didn't, didn't they seem poised for takeoff? They, they,
4: they, yeah. they did. Okay,
5: and yet was LeBron engaged on defense? Not, not hundred no, percent no, engaged. Okay, not at all. Okay, But I'm trying to be nice because he would pick his spots occasionally. Was he fully engaged in attack mode on offense? The way I kept saying, just, just go, just attack. Mm-hmm. No, he was not. He wanted to be more of the playmaking point guard, which I love him. But at some point, when you're struggling, you just got to say, it's my turn. I'm going to take this over.
4: Next, Dante Jones joins Wiley and Whitlock to break down the incident between Russell Westbrook and an NBA fan.
5: What,
7: if anything, should the NBA do about Russell Westbrook? Uh,
0: They should slap him on the wrist in terms of punishment because there's a greater gain in this moment than just a punishment and a fine. Uh, where we are right now is two worlds colliding. Uh, in an ideal world, Russell Westbrook can tune out the noise of the fans. In an ideal world, fans don't say ignorant, disrespectful stuff to the players. But we're not there. In the reality, uh, we know that these worlds are colliding, and more frequently than ever. And so here's the real. If you're the NBA, you have to side with Russell Westbrook. And i tell you why. One, you want to protect the workplace. And protecting the workplace is where the guys actually perform. Where you come out you pay your hard-earned money of the fan to actually watch a product. You want to watch that product go out there and you want to see it. And whether you cheer, you boo, whatever you want to do in the lines of respect, you want to see that product. That's why you spent your money. But that's not even the priority of what you're trying to protect if you're an NBA. You need to protect the fan experience. And I made this transition from being on the field to actually being in the stands. And let me tell you, It is not a fan-friendly place for me, my son, now my daughter, to go to with my wife. Because as soon as I sit down, I don't check my section for my viewing and my seating arrangement and to see how well I can see the field or the court. I'm checking to see how many knuckleheads in my section and where the yellow jackets at. Because I know once I'm sitting around, one of these guys or gals, all of a sudden, there goes my fan experience. NBA has to know like all major corporations know. If it's a family-friendly product, protect it at all costs because that's the most lucrative and profitable. So you slap Russell Westbrook, say, "Hey, man, you can't threaten fans slash a woman." But more importantly, fans get in alignment because you're messing up the experience for everyone else who's paying their hard-earned money. Are fans
7: complaining? Uh, I mean, yeah, were were there Utah fans? like, Oh "Oh my God, this is horrible. This man said, "Oh, you know what? Most
0: communication is nonverbal. You want to see the eye rolls? You want to see the nonverbal? You want to see how many times I've sat there and be like..." Now should I call security? I wasn't there. You weren't either. I know. So so the point is, you don't know how many people are sitting there, actually being compromised in their experience because the one who's having the mob mentality off the sauce is doing too much. If you're the NBA, there are only a few fans like this. Handle them like they did in New England. Sure. Suspend them. Get them out of there, and then you'll solve this problem.
6: But Westbrook went over the line. You have security people in place to handle this. I 100% agree with you. Some, my wife tells me all the time, some of the stuff that these fans say, you can't bring your kids to the game. And you're not going to check that guy sitting three rows down from you. But Westbrook shouldn't have to check him either. That His job is to go out there and hoop and to win game. Security, there are people in place to go up there and check fans. And I agree, they should not be at the games. But that's not Westbrook's job to kick them out.
8: What's the worst that's been ever said to you? I am like I need that disrespect. Just perspective from you, because I can give you what the worst has been done to me on my family Sure. Side. What's the worst serious. been said to you before? not sure, because I'm not really sensitive like that. No, no, and I'm the I'm same bro. way.
0: I, I don't remember.
8: I, I, a battery. Not, they threw a battery one time. I'm not before. sensitive. I'm not triggered by words. I'm not triggered by racial slurs. I think they're all words, and it just is what it is. But sometimes fans can go too far. Should, oh, Russell, Westbrook, should oh, yeah. Russell Westbrook be fine? Yes. Should the fan be dealt with? Yes, percent I think Russ was willing to take the fine but to, to speak out for himself. But he should no no but $25, but 50000 dollars to
7: Russell Westbrook is nothing. But You're right. we
8: all do have different triggers. We all have we have different vices and mm. we have different triggers. Some words mean different things to different people. Mm. In my life, the fan experience, sometimes by by the actions on the court and how, how well you compete and, and what you may have done even on accident. I've had to deal with death threats. I've had to have security at my hotel for a month straight, at at my house for a month straight because of an action on the court, because of a fan. His interaction at the game thought it was my my life and my children's and and my wife's life should be affected because of a basketball game. Yeah,
6: but so, you should not have to deal with that. Someone should, else so, should be in so, place for that. that was what you gonna at, do now? Was, Go to him and say we gotta start this up? That was started at
8: the game. Agreed. It was a, it was a revolt started at the game because they thought something happened that they shouldn't have never happened. So what I'm saying is Russ should he should be he should be fine for the words that he used. But sometimes these fans are taking this way too far, oh, and yeah. what's going on in our world, oh, yeah. in our well, country right we now? We don't disagree. They None of us they have, disagree with well, They, they think they have I different do, rights to some degree in terms of. Because the fans of, are just it, not to do whatever they want to. It, here's no I means. just
7: wanted to argue: the facts. And Russell Westbrook's set of facts are the guy said, "Get on your knees like you're used to." The guy's argument is, "No, I said." You got ice or heat on your knees. But if you check down, the guy's bop.
8: timeline, he, he, he is no, no, a... No,
7: no, he, no, no, no you no, ain't no, got to check no, the timeline. No, no, you no, che-
8: no, you no, check no. his Twitter timeline. No, listen to his he's, words. He's, saying, he's, he's saying, no saying these. And all of
0: a sudden, it went somewhere that was not good for work. Guess what? He didn't
7: even... The dialogue ceased. He started to go to a different I know, place. But again, because for I don't want to argue with about his no, Twitter page. I'm not Because either. one, Russell Westbrook has no knowledge of that, and no one at the game What I'm saying is he's lying. It's the fact. No, 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 no. Russell Westbrook could be lying, too. We can call people lying. We can, we can do that. But all we got to do is argue the facts. If Russell Westbrook's facts are right, there's still no provocation there to threaten this man or his wife and to drop them F-bombs, period. That, that, Russell, based on that, what that, Russell that, Westbrook that is true. said happened. That is true. Based on what this guy said happened, the facts are still the same. There's no provocation for what Westbrook did. If we're going to create a society where all it takes is for some white men to say anything to us and it justifies us going flying off the handle and making a fool out of ourselves, then we are creating a sorry society for ourselves as black people. That Russell This is not about
0: that. One, you showed showed a
7: montage where a kid touched him, another one where a woman, another one
0: where an Asian man. This is not about just some white man walking... All all those videos were of different ethnicities, different age groups. This is about somebody who, even in their own words, was incomplete and what occurred. He got to the point, he said, and he was dropping head and I said something about the knees, and then everything else is not suitable for work. Guess what? What is that? Because that's what Russell Westbrook... But James
7: Dolan Dolan banned a fan for work, for, for less. I got he it. He banned the fans. And he's a pampered elite, mm-hmm. just like Russell Westbrook. And this whole mentality that now fans are so out of line, they're screaming things at us. That's and, not what he said. Oh, he's my saying. God. That's an over-exaggeration. Are you kidding me? I watch Raymond That's not what, not, that's Feld, not what Oh, we're humans, and they're just saying anything to us. Are you kidding me? It's work, you? brother. And again, Respect and again, and I'm just going to... I work, too, and have, throughout my entire journalistic career, have dealt with death threats. Okay. Real and some bs it doesn't provoke me to go off and lose and lose my mind sometimes i've had people drunk people confront me all, all over how did he go work? off and lose his mind if he stayed in that place and said do
0: not make that threat again hey, but, yeah, but 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 we're hey, he a society how, he got
7: filmed? we're in a society where he's completely out of bounds talking anything about this man's he, wife and so is the fan he, he the the should, was so out of first. The he should be protected down. No. A fan can't yell, sit down. do you I know, know what that's what he said? Forget. You can't say get on your knees. Forget, what he, what, he said, Forget <laughs> what
6: he did to Westbrook. Forget what he did to Westbrook. Like, the NBA should not be having that. <laughs> right. Like, in that section. Absolutely correct. Thank you. Hey, you, listen, asked, you asked listen. 20 people in that section, 18 before of them would be you like, go, like, that was weak. Go. Right. We go. don't want that. Before
7: you go. Again, and I love arguing with professional athletes. <laughs> do y'all know why y'all made so much money? Not because of that fan. Because of fans. Not that fan. Go, fan. Do you understand? there's a fanaticism among fans Mm -hmm. that have elevated athletes to the point where they can make millions of dollars. The root cause of all of this is fanaticism. We have a fanatical love affair. You take that uh, fanaticalism out, you taking a lot of the money out. Ain't nobody buying jerseys. No one cares oh, about oh, Because the fanatic is not is not, 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 not giving off <laughs> racist slurs or or giving off big hey, terms of
8: that nature. Stop. You said well-adjusted adults. Yes. Okay. You want what you pay for is competition. What comes with competition is emotions, right? So you have two, you have yeah. sets of people who are emotional in your competition, and that's what makes the sport amazing because there are emotions in it, is they're competitive. The but then you can't expect him to be a well-adjusted, or a well-adjusted adult. He's he's competitive at this point. He his emotions are high, and then things not like 10. that are coming at not him. God, so, he, he can't. Be you above can, that. you he can, can't. Be you You can't be above that. You have to be. You. I understand the truth, you have to. In the NBA to allow the fans to act like a fan but not act like a, a a racist or a bigot or like you cannot do these things in the in That's the course there of, are of people a, of in America right now. once again what would you say yellow jackets
6: yeah there are yellow jackets oh in, i find every, right every right team I is got that. four security guys brian, brian, you don't have to go brian, there
7: brian, brian and there were a bunch of them standing around monitoring this situation they took this fan out of his seat interviewed him for a couple of minutes brought him back and had a bunch of security people there
4: now, Nick and CeCe discuss how the Lakers' season changed after LeBron's injury.
2: All right, let's play a little hindsight, CeCe. You think the Lakers would have made the playoffs if it weren't for LeBron's injury? Absolutely.
9: Absolutely. I think they would have made the playoff. I think it's fair to say. I don't think it's, it's an excuse, but it's, a, it's not only LeBron, but the Rondo thing. You can't have both of those guys out of the organization. Because there's a lot of things that, not on the stat sheet, but the overall leadership and what these younger players need, someone to stabilize the ship, you can't have both of them injured because the effect from a leadership standpoint, when you get injured in sports, you lose a lot of your leadership. Like Kevin Durant, he couldn't lead last night. Professional athletes do not listen to guys that are hurt. Like, you lose that feel. We saw that with Nick Foles. Man, what was Carson Wentz doing? Cheering. Cheering. Like, you lose your leadership because you're not here to help us. And it's amazing. It's like you're on a different team when you're hurt compared to when you're in the flow of things, even if you're injured and still playing. So, yes, I think it's fair to say Christmas night, they beat Golden State. I mean, tremendous win. LeBron goes down. And, no, and
2: nobody, sorry to interrupt, just real quick, on Christmas night, that was when the Lakers were still, if you fall down, stay down until your teammates get there to pick you up. Nobody thought the the veterans and the young players were mm-hmm. disconnected. Like LeBron said it there. He said, now maybe he is maybe it's a little revisionist history, but he said, I thought I was connecting with the young guys. I thought, and then he was gone, they lost, the Anthony Davis thing happened. He, I think, then failed to reconnect with the young guys, and it all went askew. But mm-hmm. on Christmas night, nobody thought. The, even Chris Mannix had come around. Where were yeah, they? The they Lakers. were in fourth place they in the West? They were in four, fourth place in the West, and I know it was, it was, it was real tight fourth but to eighth. But they were there. But they were right there, and they were whooping the Warriors.
9: But then after that, and I like the fact, too, LeBron, he's starting to get a little more insight. He slipped a couple of times. I'm going to say slipped because he didn't say I got injured. He said I tore my groin. Steph strained his groin. Miss 11 games. LeBron tore his groin. He hadn't been saying that. He said he hurt his groin, but when you tear your groin, you could see. When he came back, he was not at the weight that we saw him on Christmas night. You could see he didn't have the cardio, didn't have the wind, didn't have the stamina. When he went to the button to push it, Jenna, you were like, "Oh man, he he doesn't have he didn't he didn't have LeBron activation mode." So all those things are accurate but if LeBron James is healthy the Los Angeles Lakers are going to be in the playoffs now if he just has his normal season we're gonna give him five or six games where he can take off Mm -hmm. for for load management all those types of things but if he doesn't miss those 18 games the Lakers are going to be in the playoffs
2: and listen the all of that's true and of course that was the key moment now was it salvageable when he came back maybe If Anthony Davis never demands a trade and the team stays more connected, is it salvageable despite the injury? Yeah, probably. If Luke Walton does a better job while LeBron's out, is it salvageable? Yeah, I think it is. If they don't have, you have a list in front of you of awful losses during the injury and post-injury. Yeah, it's probably, but yeah, of course, the key moment's the injury. But here's the thing. You guys know this about me, sports or otherwise, I'm a history buff. This is how the NBA works. It is moments in time. That are ch- fork in the road for LeBron. How di- Skip brings up all the time, and he's not wrong in some regard. The Ray Allen shot. If Ray Allen misses that shot, LeBron doesn't have a chance to go 37 and 12 in Game Seven, and the Heat blueprint is considered a failure. On the flip side, the game we were at after the Cavs won their first title. If Kyle Korver hits his shot, yep. Zach Lowe just wrote a whole story about this. The great NBA Finals we missed out on because Kyrie was playing at his best level. LeBron's like. What would the narrative have been if Corver makes that shot, if the Cavs beat the Warriors with Durant? And then you're on my side on the and side. And my guy,
9: MJ, I was there for a bunch of them. There was a bunch of times he passed to guys wide open, and they knocked down shots, that, that being Steve Kerr, that being John Paxson, B.J. Armstrong, Hodges. Man, they knocked down shots. So those
2: were shots, too, that changed the narrative. We're in New York City. How differently do people remember Patrick Ewing... If John Stark's shot in Game 6 isn't blocked by Akeem and they win that title, how differently do we remember Chris Webber and those Kings teams if Paja doesn't air ball the three in the corner in Game 7 of the 0-2 Western Conference Finals? Like, this is what basketball is. It is moments in time that we build narratives around one, I don't want to say random, but one incident. And LeBron's incident was he slipped on the mm-hmm. floor and tore his groin, and now it's wow. You missed the playoffs in your prime. Are you going to get a free agent? How, mm-hmm. how how good of a leader are you? Or should the Lakers trade you? That yes. Hey, listen, it's not unfair. Right. That is mm-hmm. how basketball works. That's how, by the way, football. Like how many? What is the narrative on those Bills teams? If Norwood makes the first. Field goal, the I field know. goal in the first Super Bowl. Like this Nick, is just how sports are. So
6: existential of you this morning. Well, no, morning. but I
2: mean that's just how it is. Like I don't. No, you're, you're nobody right. should pity Sliding LeBron horse. or the Lakers. Like you're right. that's what happens. And Narratives he's a, are created and, by small, tiny things or decisions and, or moments. And last, last point. We we never think about the things that didn't happen. How many times in LeBron's career did he avoid the wet spot? How many times could he have torn his groin? Were those have been championship seasons? This one not be a championship season either way. So, like, that's just what happens. Now, next year, don't slip on the damn wet spot. Make the playoffs. See what happens.
4: Following, Chris Broussard is back with Skip and Shannon to explain why the Warriors will run through the West.
2: So, Chris, what was your takeaway from the game last night?
3: Well, I think, like, most people, seeing Boogie and the impact that he had. And I've been, you know, I've pointed out how the analytical numbers show that they're better offensively and defensively without Boogie. But last night, he showed that the Warriors with him have a dimension that not only cannot Houston deal with, Hmm. but I don't think anybody in the league outside of maybe Philadelphia can deal with that. And that's a low post scorer, Mm -hmm. a center, who will punish you down there. We just don't have many of those anymore in the NBA. They all shoot threes. Right, right. (laughs) And, And Boogie did hit a three, hit a mid-range jumper. So he's got the whole package, and then he can pass so well. Yes. And that was one thing they used to love about Andrew Bogut, even though, you know, he wasn't passing as much out of the mm-hmm. post. But they loved that he could pass, and he got back. they got backdoor layups off of his passes. They got open threes off of him drawing double teams. So Boogie was huge. But here's the thing. I think Houston would tell you, if we had our druthers, we want Boogie out there because they're going to try to exploit him defensively. And the thing you saw last night was they were able to have Boogie do that. Why? Because Kevin Durant, Durant wasn't there. Sure. Right. When you have all four of the offensive stars, one of, it, it, it can be diminishing returns, and that's what the numbers show. Right. Because one of them has to step, at least one of them, has to step back and then kind of do the things a role player does, the little things. And stars don't typically do that. Mm-hmm. So that's why even though you can have four great offensive players out there, the results aren't the same. So right. that's why I thought and I said Kerr maybe should have had Boogie coming off the bench, giving him that second unit, and then, you know, stagger the minutes more, and maybe he'll, he'll try to do that going forward so you can get more of this out of Boogie when a KD or a Steph or somebody's not on the floor with him. Mm-hmm. But overall, it looked good. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just a matter of how they're going to work the minutes uh, going forward to get the most out of all four of them.
1: Yeah, I just feel... I agree with you, Chris. I thought this was an important win for the Warriors to avoid the sweep. Now, Houston... I don't think Houston lost any confidence. We beat you 3-1. Right. Yeah, uh, so what? We're 4-0. Golden State's going to say, well, look, it doesn't matter if you beat us 4 in the regular season. You have yet to beat (laughs) us in the playoffs. Um, Boogie is capable, more than capable, of putting up these type numbers, mm. he's he's a dominant big man as we have when healthy. Now I still believe he's still a couple of months away from being fully recovered from that Achilles injury. But when you go twenty, uh, you know what you go twenty seven, eight, and seven, their big three, minus KD, outplayed the Rockets' big mm-hmm. three of Harden, CP three, and Gordon. It's simple as that. That's that, that's what it came down to. But what surprised me most about this game was how Golden State killed them on the glass. Golden State is not a great rebounding team. They punished them plus 13. Right. Well, you keep giving Golden State that many second sh- chances at you, Boogie's going to get you down low, or eventually Clay and Steph are going to hit a three. And that's what happened. So the Warriors have to feel good. Bo- Boogie played the second most minutes of the season. The first most minutes also came when KD wasn't in the lineup. Mm-hmm. And that's the dilemma that Steve Kerr has to have. Mm. Because KD gonna get his minutes, he's gonna get his touches. So is Stephen Clay. The odd man out is Boogie. How much are we, he punished Capella last night? He punished him down there on the block. He was unbelievable. But that's my only takeaway, Skip. Is that Boogie was unbelievable. But you know, we do we expect to see Boogie play like this, mm. get these kind of minutes with KD in the game. It's mm. not
5: gonna happen. I'm gonna go much deeper than you two just went. Okay. I think last night was all about Kevin Durant or lack of Kevin Durant. And I'm going to hark back to what Chris Haynes, Yahoo, reported when Draymond Kevin got into it on the bench during the Clipper game and reiterate what Draymond said to Kevin Durant. He, according to Chris Haynes, multiple times called him the B word, said, you know, you're a B to his face. And then he said, according to Yahoo, we don't need you. We won without you leave, well, what's been the recurring subplot to the Golden State season is that Kevin Durant has one foot out the door, right? Yep. Kyrie and Kevin are going New York, L.A., wherever they're going. And you don't think that sticks in the craw of this basketball team, a very proud team that has won a bunch of championships and Mm -hmm. looks like they're positioned to win another one with or without Kevin or so they think, and so last night they had an opportunity at their nemesis in Houston with no Kevin to make a statement, and it was clear to me from opening tip that Golden State wanted that game a lot more than Houston did. It, it, it manifested itself in the rebound stats. 44-31 to 31 is just about want to. It's just yeah. desire, right? right? right. Yeah. We just want the basketball yeah. more than you do. And they inverted their offense last night, and they ran it through Demarcus Cousins. It looked completely different to me than when Kevin is on the no floor. Question. Okay, and and it worked. Maybe it won't work going forward. I don't know, but it it was different, and he's kicking it out to shoot. Listen, Demarcus can really pass the he basketball. Can. He is gifted. He can do it. All he all made a things. feed early in that game just a, like a sleight of hand bounce pass mm-hmm. on a backdoor cut yep, by Steph yeah. and just, just hit him right in the hands for a unguarded layup. You know, right. Like it was sweet. It's like, wow, DeMarcus Cousins at seven feet did that? <laughs> okay. So in, in the big picture, it, th- they made the statement of, okay, if this is what we're going to be next year, let's say they keep Clay and keep DeMarcus next year, mm-hmm. which is possible, and they lose Kevin. Well, last night you saw what they might be next right. year. And I think they're thinking in the back of their minds, this might be who we are going forward, right? Well, the Rockets say, you know what? We all can keep Boogie out there, but we're going to keep
1: his big butt in the pick and roll. Okay. Well, I I got you. Yeah, Yeah, we're going to see how
5: you slide. And you know what? It did help that for one night, James Harden went two for 12 from three. When he goes two for 12, he got a a shot. And and with this team, we've seen it before. We saw Mm -hmm. it last year in the
3: playoffs. The Achilles, there. they live and die by the three. They live and die. Now, look, Skip, I think you made great points. One thing I disagree with, I don't think the Warriors were out there. I think they wanted the game because, like Steph said, it's a statement game. They've beaten us 3-0. I don't think they were thinking, let's kind of show Kevin. Now, possibly, but I, I don't mm-hmm. think that was a factor. I, I really think they're all in in terms of just winning this championship yeah. with Kevin. He's probably out the door, and let's move on. But mm-hmm. it's interesting because I was thinking the same thing. Could they bring Boogie back? They, financially, he would still have to take that haircut. Yeah. He was I think they could still only offer him maybe an upgrade on the mid level or whatever. Like it won't be the big money. Because Clay won't he max. Might, yeah, and he and he got to get max if KD leaves. Okay. I think they'll max Clay. They'll Steph's obviously max and then Draymond's got his money. Mm-hmm. And and then you can pay Boogie something. I think it makes sense for Boogie cuz they'll still be great. They could win another championship. Sure they could. There's no doubt without KD and with Boogie that they could win the championship. E- even without Boogie, they'll still be a really good team and have a shot. But for Boogie, you could look at it as, this year, and I've talked to people around the league about this, t- no matter how like well he plays and his attitude, people are gonna look at it like, of course, you're in Golden State. They are it. Right, you're trying to get the max. Right. You, are you gonna be that way when it's your team somewhere else? Mm-hmm. But if you stay in Golden State next year, mm-hmm. Win a championship or go deep in the playoffs, KD's not there, mm. then I think your stock rises, right. assuming you play your typical game. So it might make sense for Boogie in the long run. Mm. Well, that would be something.
5: Kevin, Kyrie, join LeBron. <clears throat> <laughs> Oh, then those guys are left up there. Would that not be a battle? No, the I know
3: the only reason uh, you want Kevin and KD with LeBron uh, is KD so you KD can KD say KD LeBron? LeBron's the third I, option. Third, so third you wheel. You can. you,
5: can. <laughs> you know, be the third you wheel. Can down but the would LeBron to a not role have player. a chance to win one more championship. One he more. Would. Right. You know, right. That much.
1: You. Up? He wouldn't say he the third wheel. He'd say LeBron the donut. That little old tie that you put on right. to get you to, the... you know what's Skip, okay, man, would, you, would you write
5: off Golden State with DeMarcus in the middle, no, not and at playing all. Steph and Draymond? I no. don't care if they, I don't all. care
1: who they got. Mm-hmm. If if KD and Kyrie join LeBron,
5: yeah. Golden State not seeing the Lakers. Huh. No, I agree. But that's not <laughs> happening. That's <laughs> not happening. Would that be the end of LeBron post game saying, "I don't have enough help"? Stop, <laughs> it, Skip. I don't there don't have you have go. Help. <laughs> You well, he might. He might figure out how to do it. He's been Those saying guys
4: I a lot lately. Mm. He said that? Yes. I didn't hear that we're gonna yesterday. We're going to talk about that later you that again as well.
1: Today. Just mm. a lot of I. Like, you, know right? you know what, Jenny? It's
2: been tough mm. for me.
1: I'm going <laughs> to have to ban you from going to Lakers games. Mm. Yeah.
2: Well, you don't even go to the games, so I don't know if you have Well, I'm going to have to ban you, that. Okay,
1: <laughs> I, <don't think laughs> I ban myself this year. <laughs> mm.
4: Finally, Brian Scalabrini joins Wiley and Whitlock to examine Jeff Van Gundy's comments on the Lakers trading LeBron.
7: That was in the first quarter, he said this before. The game wasn't out of hand. And to me, that lends some credibility to what he's saying, that he's not just out tossing this out on his own, that that's the conversation is being considered. And and I think it's a fair conversation. They should consider potentially trading LeBron James.
0: Yeah, I don't think it was earth-shattering when he said it. Uh, it wasn't profound because I think a lot of people have started to come around to that, that side of thinking. Think about it. If A.D. was able to command the entire Lakers roster outside of LeBron, basically, what would LeBron command if he were ever tempted or or thrown out there as a potential trade candidate? Think about what teams would offer the Lakers in respect, and I think that would really put Magic Johnson in, in, in a different place than he's been as the team president. If Magic Johnson is the team president by title, by execution, by how he actually approaches his job, or is he a former player who is working as a team president? It's a big difference. Because this means you got to do the work, even if it bruises the egos, even if it really damages the ego of your franchise player, who went on record when the youngsters were being trade candidates as saying, it's just a business. Hey, man, don't worry about this. This is just how the game goes. So if LeBron puts himself in that same position, if I'm Magic Johnson, I have to find out. I have to see what that price tag looks like even if I'm not going to make that purchase.
6: And here's the thing. I think it does depend on when the lottery balls bounce around where the Lakers finish up. It does depend on where a team like the Knicks finish up. Obviously, everyone wants Zion Williamson right now. But if you're LeBron and let's just say some crazy thing happens and the Lakers win the lottery, do you want a 20-year-old Zion Williamson with a 35-year-old LeBron? And what Jeff was basically describing is you got to look at the timeline. To win, and the Lakers clearly seem about winning championships, you got to get guys in their prime at the same time. LeBron is out of his prime, Zion Williams is, is away from his prime. So then you have to have the conversation about maybe you can maneuver that for Anthony Davis, but if you can't, then I think you have to explore the possibilities of maybe saying going younger.
8: I think that's an approach from the Clippers could have. And they did execute that approach with Blake Griffin. But see, what the problem the Clippers are going to have in free agency is the fact that star players are going to look at them and says, what makes me different and why won't you trade me in year one of my contract if things don't shake out the way you think they should? And that perception is not going to leave. That's a conversation that they're going to have, whoever they interview, whoever they try and woo, because you wooed Blake Griffin to come back. You wooed him with a jersey in a rafters. You're, we're going to retire here. You've done so much for our organization. You could be here for your your entire career. And you trade him in year one. So people are going to have to answer those questions. both the Lakers? No, the Clippers no, are going to have to answer That's those questions. Did. And if the Lakers do the same thing, it's going to be a little bit of a stain. Not a huge stain, but a little stain of questions you're going to have to ask of if there's any loyalty in your organization. But KD, Boston has to answer that same question as well coming up, because you had Isaiah Thomas there, and he gave you all he had. He had a career year. He was third in MVP votes. He played hurt for you, and you Bron got rid of him the that. next year. But, but Ron hasn't done you that. do not... thats it's, it's a juvenile ideal to be able to do that. You know why? Because you had a rough time. You made a couple mistakes. You didn't put the roster together the way you were supposed to. You... You internalize that, and you do something different, and you learn. You just don't give up in year one. You don't go recruit the, the best player in the game, and if, and if it doesn't work out, because the equation is not all, you, I just get the best player in the game, we just automatically win. No, it, it shows you that it's harder than just getting the best player or getting a top five player. You have to put a roster out there that can compete, a roster in line with your stars. They you can't almost just put gave anything. up
6: halfway through the season and won to trade half their team when it wasn't working out. For AD, that's not, a,
8: that's not a give up. When you try to trade for AD, you try to t- take a generational talent and sure. use your assets to get him. It wasn't. We're gonna trade y'all for anybody. They said, but
0: they, say they didn't they don't go- trade LeBron for anybody either. You gotta see what that price
8: tag. was yeah, well. I mean, it's it two lottery th- picks that you're looking at. But two lottery picks puts you three more years away from getting to the playoffs. I mean, you sometimes see the I don't Clippers know. can do that and operate under the radar because there are no expectations on the franchise. One more Clipper shot, one, no, no, two. No, 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 if you no. You look no, no. at I'm, this. I'm tell- this was a
0: 35-win team without LeBron, best player in the league. How many? wins they gonna get this shit. He, 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 he did not play, hey,
8: this is not about cool. LeBron James. Don't get it twisted. It's not about the, the the player. I'm talking about Star X. If you sign Star X in year one and you just abandon him in year one, you have a small stain. The Clip, what I was saying, yeah, yeah, I can, what I was saying about the Clippers is the Clippers can operate under the radar. Your fans are not saying we need a championship or we need to go to playoffs now. They, they, they don't have that much pressure. They're building a fan base, and they're building what they're going to have is a, a, a history of winning. They're trying to build that history So
0: of you're saying you would never even try and figure out what LeBron would command? You in the
8: wouldn't take market. a call? You wouldn't even take a call? You wouldn't even find out they, what that tag looks like? Because what Jeff Van Gundy... No? Nope. What Jeff Van Gundy wanted said, oh, you could trade them to the Clippers and get cap space. But they've had cap space before, and that's not enough. Cap space is not enough. Guys are not just coming to the Lakers just because we can we we have cap space. You needed one guy to come. Once you got the one, you, you could build off the one, but if you don't get the one, you're gonna have cap space for a long period right. of time we with a whole heard, bunch of young guys. So we
6: know that, like, we've heard that Kawhi Leonard, we don't know, we heard Kawhi Leonard doesn't want to play with LeBron. We and know K- Paul George didn't. And, and, KD, he didn't even take the and KD And already said, KD already said, I don't want to go play with LeBron. So by sticking it to the so, Clippers, and, and we won't don't, they want to come to L.A. and, we and play don't, with and the Lakers? And we don't know, mm,
8: we don't know mm. that Paul George didn't want to play with No, so we don't know that. We know, no. because a from L.A.? As a matter of fact, I know that Paul George thought about playing with LeBron. Of course he did. No, 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 and didn't have a problem playing with LeBron, but What Paul George knew inside of his own head is that he could not operate in L.A. the same way he could operate in a market like Indiana. He understood how he got to be Paul George in Indiana. He had full... He, he, he had full focus on basketball. LA as a city is tough to be in, and if you do not, if you know yourself, like I moved, right. I moved out of the city because I have a family, I have kids. The distraction of the city would have me maybe doing some other things than taking care of my responsibilities. So what well, I do is I around. There's it. not
0: yeah. a reality that some guys don't want to play with LeBron James. That has to factor in the fact that
8: I want to see what LeBron James can command as well. Okay, but so? there's not a star in the NBA that everybody wants to play with. There's, there's not, there's not, so, so I don't. That doesn't put LeBron James against Steph Curry. Some guys don't oh, want to play with Steph Curry. Somebody, somebody don't like play with some Kawhi. Don't, somebody don't want to play with Kawhi. They may not like Kawhi as a person. Somebody might not want to play with. Now we KD. we I know, but no, no, it's, it's not a, a, a one-size-fit-all for all stars. People want to play do with certain people. Do you take a call? Do you take the yes. call? Do you explore? You know, that's why I say no, Magic has to do his job. You and have not just be the former player who knows if I'm Magic Johnson, I figure it out with with who I signed up with. I don't want to stick. On my organization. I don't want to you say You had three number two. I don't best player. In the here's league my point. Not Here, it out here's
7: my point, though, Dante. I don't think the stigma's gonna be on the Lakers. I think the stigma right now is on LeBron. I, I think Why the, is that? The, the, the narrative is he's not all in. And the, at this point, he's not all in, that he's more about his Hollywood projects. He, he's more into wine. He's just he's just not all in. If, okay. And so the stigma, I think. The, the media narrative is going to be, man, Le- LeBron wasn't all in. So, I res- and, I, and I
8: respect that point of view. And, it, and let's say if that is the narrative, that's what you believe and that's what you think is your answer, then you go to LeBron James and say, you know what, we need to adjust. You need to adjust as a player, and I need to adjust in performing this roster. We, si- we signed up for this, and we adjust accordingly. Okay, if, in year two, if it doesn't work the way you think it does, and LeBron doesn't make the necessary choices and decisions you think should be as your, the lead of your team... Yeah, you had that conversation. But in year 1 of a, of of a partnership to try and bring the Lakers organization back, I do not believe that the you same just organization give up. that got rid of their number 2 all uh, overall pick and D'Angelo
0: Russell. They've had three number 2s in a row and they were going to trade the other two number number 2 overall. Where's Julius Randle right now? Like th- this situation right now, you they had anxiety before LeBron James came here. Do we blossom with the young core Golden State Warrior style or do we just bring in a cherry on top and things going to be better? They brought in the cherry on top, and things are worse. They're not. They probably won't have a better record. They than brought the cherry
8: year. on top, and they had more injuries as an organization that amongst their amongst their core players than anybody in the league. He's not twenty eight. No, no, no. But but, but let's ta- let's take that in consideration. The people sweat. that you count on to play have been hurt all year. Rondo, Lonzo, LeBron for eighteen games. Let me just say. So key contributors have been hurt. The Celtics traded away Pierce and Garnett
6: and they're still reaping the rewards of those trades forever. Jason Tatum, Brown, Kyrie are there because of that trade. You're not making that call? Like, what are you going to give me for LeBron James? And LeBron's going to get old and one day retire, and that pick could be a number one pick in the draft? You're not
8: taking that call? You have to take that call. You cannot put what Paul Pierce and 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 Kevin Garnett were doing at that point in time. Again, yeah, LeBron James is doing like LeBron James. So he's going to we'll get more. He's so, going to get but more. But that's that's not the answer to this equation. If you get uh, more oh, assets, that, oh, yeah, more assets. Oh, you more assets. No, no, what I'm saying is. is you you know, so forgot. I forgot. What, team, what Gasol is Dwight,
0: you Gasol and Dwight Howard can leave for nothing. Oh, I forgot. Kevin Durant can leave for nothing. You know what? LeBron, just retire. If we're better or so not. So what is youth
8: equal? What is youth equal in the NBA? Youth you, you equals a championship. Hope. Right? <laughs> hope. Still hope. It's, it's only hope. Y'all, 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 y'all sure. are saying the, we're going to trade LeBron James for that hope. you all you want. It's hope, man. For, People love young players. For potential. Well, you know what? The
6: we potential would be good for reality,
0: and now they stuck with hope again. Yeah. Yeah. They're not better.
4: Thank you for listening to the Hoops on Fox podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five star review, letting us know what you think of the show.